welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Save now and save later with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Save now with rebates on energy-efficient products like Energy Star smart thermostats and appliances, and save later on your energy bills. Learn more at ComEd.com slash home savings. ComEd, powering lives. Mix Facebook page, Violetta. Uh, on our Mix Facebook page, are we in a relationship? Um, No. We're not? No. Our relationship status is uh, undetermined on our Facebook <laughs> yeah. page? Yeah, I believe so. I you think know we're how s- that, undetermined. Yeah, you know how that used to be a thing. Yeah, uh, totally. I saw this on uh, Whip's Favorite, Overheard in Chicago. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Somebody posted, I miss 2009 when people would update their relationship status on Facebook <laughs> the second they got together or broke up. It was a thing, Facebook hmm. official. Like yeah. it was like instant. Yeah, it was a thing. Okay. And then I got an email from Lisa that reminded yeah. me of this. Hey Eric, I was wondering, has Melissa and Zoom Jim updated their status on their Facebook page? <laughs> Are they Facebook official? Are oh they into this God. sort of thing? Just wondering, thanks. Oh, that's funny. Well, to be honest with you, I forgot about even changing that. So no? No, I haven't done anything. Have so, you looked at his that, page? I have not. Oh. I want you to go to his page oh, right crap, now. Crap, I'm afraid. I want you to go to his page right now oh, and man. see if he's updated his relationship status. All right. Or if you are a ghost. Well, let me. And does yours, Melissa, say like full on single or does it say nothing? I, maybe it says nothing. Uh, I you check any... Zoom Jim's, Melissa. Violetta is going to check yours. Yeah. And we're going right. to see if your relationship status has been updated on your Facebook page. Okay. I can't wait. Feel free to wager amongst yourselves on this one. If uh, you're at home with your significant other, everybody throw down a couple of bucks in the middle, take your side. Or you can go to Bet Rivers probably and get a little action on this yeah, one. Sure. Yeah, sure. As to whether or not Militia, uh, Melissa is Facebook official. Anything okay. there, Violetta? Yeah, so it looks like, Melissa, you have nothing on there. No single, no in a relationship. You just took that hit that status. And okay. that probably relates to yesterday's show where Melissa explained for what? about 10 years she was in a very dark, <laughs> negative place and jumped out of an airplane because of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that? Sort of. Yeah, so she probably just had it completely removed. How about Zoom Jim? Are you on his page? I am. I have it right here. And uh, um, does his status, does he have a status or does his still say single? No, his he has also removed everything. No status on either one. He has... He doesn't even list it. Really? <laughs> Period. It's not even his picture. It's a picture of some guy from it's, The Bachelor. It's a picture of a guitar. Oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe maybe you two should oh, have a talk God. today. Okay. And uh, both update your relationship status. And then Violetta, remind me, we'll check on it tomorrow okay. at this time to see if it's been changed. Oh, oh gosh. I'm yeah. sweating right Why now. Why are you blushing so much? I don't know. It's this just is perfect. a weird how, this perfect. how do you think you're going to approach it with him? Like, what are you going to say? Uh, Eric's making me do this. I'm going to go, were you listening? <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I sleep. <laughs> don't you know it was dark out? Yeah, it's dark out right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, are you going to be like, are you listening. interested in being Facebook official? Do you want to do it together? I think if somebody says that phrase to you, that's yeah. where you go. You know what? I'm not interested in ever hearing that phrase. Right. I, well, I was interested in being in this relationship, but now yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at- <laughs> I don't mind being Twitter official, but I'm not ready for Facebook. It's yeah. intense. You know, it's uh, like. It's so no, intense. Because listen, you're, it means so much. It does. You're announcing it to all your friends oh, and yeah. family. It, oh. There's no turning back. And then you have one little fight and you're like, do I take oh, it off? I know, do I take yeah. it off? 
Yeah. Am I single? You have to be absolutely sure. Yes. Like you have to be a thousand percent in. You You know know? what I like is Violetta says it, it announces it to all your friends and family. I know all my friends and family. I don't even look. <laughs> right. right. I'm like, oh, I better, better check out but, uh, the status of Jim but here's on there the thing. and see if uh, he's still Facebook official. The thing is, if <laughs> nobody checks until there's a notification when you change your status. Right. So when you're going from single to in a relationship. I don't get any of those notifications. I'm sure you do. You no, gotta I look don't. at you gotta look at the little top corner. All the notifications. Sometimes or, you need to read through. Maybe nobody. You have broken to do up. that on your. You don't do that on your app on your phone. You have to do it on your desktop, or your laptop, right? No, it doesn't do it on my phone. Yeah, you have it on your phone. No, I really don't. Probably a setting situation. Yeah, probably, Just, most things are a setting. You turned situation. off the notifications. Yeah, that actually God. sounds like you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to hear that somebody's at lunch. Uh, yeah. They say that's... Uh, it's noon. Yeah. I assume they are. I that's one of the that. tips for not yeah. letting it take over your life oh is turning off the notification. So you're, you're doing well. All right. Get that updated by tomorrow, Melissa. Okay. The world needs it. And by the world, I mean Sweaty Violetta. Right yeah. I just... I want to know where you're at. It's a mix. Okay, Brooklyn Pizzeria is offering comforting words as delivery menu item. You know, the kind of words that make you smile and go, all right, now I feel better. Mm-hmm. That word made me feel better. Top three words that make you smile. Uh, Violetta chose serendipity. Uh, I chose coleslaw. <laughs> you have one, Melissa? A couple, but I think I just have to go with the plain and simple chocolate. I hear it. If it's around, I eat it. It makes me happy. Whip. Yeah, how about Blanket. Yeah, blanket. See? Like Michael Jackson's kid? Yeah. <laughs> no, wasn't thinking of Michael oh, Jackson at all. Yeah, no. let's... Uh, 312-233-1019. <laughs> Just makes you smile, Tina. Friday. Friday. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Friday. Can't beat that. Uh, Just makes you smile there, Bill. Peachy. Peachy. Aww. Just smile saying it, right? Can't beat right, it. Right, everything's peachy. Everything is. <laughs> Mary just makes you smile. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Literary stuff going on, right? It's a fun word. Little, yeah. Little onomatopoeia. Again? Can't beat that at all. Oh, Sarah, start smiling. Brunch. Brunch. Yeah. I thought you said grunt. Yeah. Brunch. <laughs> a great word. Seriously. Full smiles. And at number three, Sean. Hey, duty. Duty. <laughs> That's true. As in, uh, it's my duty or as in, man, I have to go duty. No, it's my duty. I'm uh, a teacher, and they always ask us to go to our duty. Uh, do your duty. Yeah, it can be oh. any number of things. Uh, I thought he would have thought the other one. Yeah, number two, Margaret. <laughs> Hi, Margaret. Hi, frolic. Hi. Frolic. Frolic. Oh. Frolic, fun word. Yeah, frolic through the snow. Frolic. And finally, in at number one, the word every time you hear it, Nurse Lori, it makes you smile. Negative. Negative. Yep. Negative. Negative became so positive. She's a nurse. Oh, nurse Lori, yeah. you missed that. Open the ears and the eyes. It's all <laughs> well, happening right before it. you right now. Thank you. Do you hear it enough, Nurse Lori? Um, yes, I do. Uh-huh. For when we get the COVID results and you hear negative, you're like, thank God. Like right. in, in your experience, if you were to test like right now, like today, let's just say you were to test 100 people, how many generally would come back negative? Um, well, where I work at my hospital, probably like 90. 90% would come back negative. There's, that's good. That's so 90 ads. would come back, 10 would come back positive. And of the 10 that come back positive, how many do you send home? Um, well, we keep them as long as they're doing okay. Otherwise, right. 
send them, you know, off to the ICU. Right, right. Do you send, my point being, though, are you seeing, like, at the beginning where you were sending everybody to the ICU, are you seeing more, you test them, they test positive, but their symptoms are enough, they can go home? You see that, that a lot? That is happening now more yeah, so. That's great. I'm sure. That's awesome. That's see, I'm trying to, to throw hear, something though. positive out there. Right there on the roof of your car. You left it up there. Didn't even fall off. 312-233-1019. Hey, Tiffany. Hi. I drove around with what on your roof? Well, it was actually my key fob. It sat on my roof, but then it ended up sinking down to my windshield wiper ah. right in that little nook and so I, I could drive my car but I couldn't lock it and I was going crazy like where did the key fob go? <laughs> you couldn't find it. And You're like the car keeps starting but it's not in here. That is so funny. Yeah. 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 I was going absolutely crazy. It's unbelievable. For, for days. Yeah. Yeah. For no days. kidding. My for days on end. Days. Keys end up there. Hi Samantha. Hi, um, I left my work keys on my roof rack, like I hooked them up there, and for about 20 miles on the toll road, there was just this annoying sound. It was just driving me insane. I finally had to pull over, and there's all the master keys for work. Oh, Thank yeah. God for the roof rack. <laughs> left it right up on the roof, Ann. Okay, my husband drove around Palm Springs with his cell phone on his roof of his car for about... 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Whoa. Everybody honking and pointing. He thought they were just Wait. being rude. Man, this is They're a friendly community. <laughs> this is a friendly community. <laughs> Everybody is saying hello and waving and pointing at me. <laughs> I love it here. Uh, hi there, Steve. Hey, Eric. I uh, put my wallet on the roof. Oh, that's uh, my worst nightmare. Forgot it was there. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was driving around Chicago and mm-hmm. it, uh, it, blew off in the middle of Congress Expressway. Uh-huh. Oh, great. Yep. And uh, this very nice person called me and said, hey, I got your wallet. Right. And I'm not giving it back or telling you my name. You're Sucker! Right. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Chicago. Oh not only gosh. did I find it, I'm rubbing it in that I found it. You're not getting it back. <laughs> Come on! Just take the cash and give me everything else. Come on! Uh, hi there, Jack. Hi. Good morning, guys. On the roof. Yeah, so I work around uh, this private pilots out in, out in the north, and this guy, this pilot, left his iPad on the wing of his plane. What? Left wow. it on the wing? So he plane. leaves, taxis out towards the runway, turns around, comes back, goes, I can't find my iPad. And we all kind of point at him at the plane near the fuselage and go, there it is, right there, pal. Pal? Sitting on the wing. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh, you oh, just man. like one-upped everybody. Can you imagine yeah. if they had a fishbowl out there, too? <laughs> uh, that would be something. Maria. Hey. Hey. Left it on the roof, pasta. Maria? I had a uh, clear glass bowl full of pasta salad. <laughs> uh, on the Are roof you of your car. Serious? Yes. How far did you drive with the glass bowl of pasta <laughs> salad on the roof of your car? About two miles. What? And it was still there when you got out? Yes, I was going from my sister's house to my dad's house for Father's Day, and it was on the roof of the car. Oh, oh that is proving incredible. That maybe, just maybe, the fish bowl would stay. Maybe. What is happening in the world? What are people talking about as they start their day? I don't know. Hopefully, Violetta does. Top three ready to go. Yes. 
at number three. Harry Styles won the Billboard Chart Achievement Award last night, but the thing on Twitter that's making news is what he said about the Watermelon Sugar album. Uh, Harry told E! News that the album is all about having sex and feeling sad. And, and feeling sad. Yeah, oh, wow. it's, a, it's a mixture, he says. But Watermelon Sugar is the sex part. And then there's other songs uh, on the album that, that are sad. That can't oh, be good. Oh, 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 oh. He's an artist. They're done having sex, look at each other and go, well, now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get an array of emotions. Yeah, if it's with the wrong person. Trending on Twitter, number two. Ariana Grande tweeted out, I can't wait to give you my album this month. Her last album, Thank You Next, was February 2019. Uh, this year, she did have some collabs, uh, like we know, Lady Gaga, Rain On Me, and then Justin Bieber, Stuck With You. So everybody is excited for this new album coming out. Any day now. Now, the Lady Gaga, uh, Rain On Me, that's a Lady Gaga song, right? Right. That's not an Ariana Grande song. No, it's just a collab. Gotcha. And she has a whole album coming out by the end of the month. So the, that song would be on Lady Gaga's stuff. It won't right. be on the art. Got it. Right, 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 right. right and right. trending on Twitter, number one. Dairy Queen is trending in the politics section of Twitter because presidential nominee Joe Biden was at one, and he echoed their famous method of serving up a blizzard by turning it upside down in a slow-mo video. Um, that's leaving some people confused because they didn't really know that that was a trademark of uh, Dairy Queen. But really? I didn't know, actually. I didn't that. think I know that. Like, because yeah. They did it in, it's a blizzard. I so think it's we like even did the... that on the show one time. We we went in on purpose to see if they would do it for you. There was some deal one time where they're like, if we don't turn it upside down, it's free or something along those lines. So we went in there to make sure they yeah. did it for us. They, and they ran did. all their ads with that. Yeah. This show? This show. <laughs> yes. Promise. You sure this wasn't when you were fine <laughs> no. with that cow guy, man? No, sure no, it wasn't no. Then? <laughs> oh, he wouldn't do something that much fun. That's true. He wouldn't. <laughs> You sure we... Yeah. I still don't really understand what you're even saying. So the blizzard, I guess because the ice cream is so <laughs> thick and, and creamy, it won't uh, come out of the cup, you right. know? So you can put it upside down real quick and put it back facing forward. Or maybe because a blizzard is upside down, a lot of... Uh, no, 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 no. It's just the whole thing. Yeah, it's so thick it won't fall out of the cup. It's not like liquidy and melty and drippy. I'm aware. I've had them. Yeah, uh, I, I, I know idea. what a blizzard is in the consistency. <laughs> I'm just concerned or, or interested in the... We want. We took the time on the show to go out and turn a cup upside down. No, I think i we're talking to a wicked tuna guy later, so I guess that anything's possible. I think they had some promotion where they said, if we don't do that, then you get it free. free. So yeah, like, no, it wasn't a big Karwowski production. This was just something like, hey, go out there I and check know. and see. I just want to see if he remembers. Oh, he remembers okay. everything from the show. I was going to ask Swanee, but I think Swanee's getting coffee or pooping. So that's he a checked out. He might be pooping. Do. He might be pooping. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to kill you. Oh, he's gone. He might be. He could be brushing his teeth. He might be brushing his teeth. Oh, uh, hey, God. big Karwowski. Yes, good morning. So... Whip and Melissa insist that <laughs> we did some kind of upside down blizzard bit on this show. I have no memory of that. Do you do you recall that at all? Upside down blizzard? Yeah. Uh, I, I need Carl, a little more here. From Dairy Queen, like uh, they serve it up upside down. And, okay. Uh, okay. It was a quick morning show thing where we talked about a deal that they were doing. I think they had commercials. How they long ago with this? Event? Maybe like three, four years ago. I'm just and we sent somebody. Who did we send? I think I did it. I do not recall. Yeah. I think it was just a quick thing like, are I they think really going to give Melissa you... dreamed no. this up at no, the no, no. It was and like gave your own bit on your podcast. No, no, no. It was like this. It was like, they, it was like if we don't do that, you're going to get it free. So you're like, are they really going to give it to you free? Whip, go check and see if they really turn it upside down. And sure enough, they did. And where's the Dairy Queen around here? No, I did it at home. Oh, okay. It was like, tonight, go do this. Oh, like, you okay. did a video of it. Oh, so yeah. we didn't do it during the show? No, it was like a simple, no. like, hey, go check and see if this is really true. Is this really real? Are they really going to do this? And they did. That was it. It was a pretty simple, quick thing. 
don't you folks remember that? <laughs> Nobody's even calling. I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall anything even remotely close to that. I think about ninety nine percent of the things that happen here. Should we do it again since no, no. one remembers? No, we shouldn't. <laughs> it's it's yeah, trending no. right now on no. Twitter. Oh no. yeah, no, we're good. Okay. Yeah, it, it must work, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> It does. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Big Karwowski. See you around the ranch. Okay. All right, bye. All right. There it is right there. <laughs> yeah, the lip. WWLP, the lip. <laughs> Says Christmas tree growers are expecting a busy holiday season. Many Christmas tree farms opened last weekend. People are already buying and decorating their trees. Many of them are going with the half tree, you know, budgets, budgetary reasons. Half tree, they say, is a thing this year. Just heard the tree time commercial. I know it's October 15th. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening who actually has it up? Just Nurse Vince. Oh, really? That's it? So far, yeah. Hi, Nurse Vince. Hey, how you doing? Love your show. Thank you. You uh, already have the tree up? Yeah, we put it up October 1st. We decorated it for Halloween this year. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, will you keep the Halloween on, or does that come down on the 31st? You start throwing turkey stuff on it, and then you take that off after Thanksgiving and then full Christmas. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. This will be our first year that we're going to take the Halloween off, and we've got, like, some fall leaves and, and some fall colors we'll put on there till uh, December 1st, and then it's full-on Christmas. What wow. was the inspiration, Nurse Vince, for starting so early? I just wanted to get rid of it. Just get it going and done, and yeah. the pandemic, and just yeah. nothing much to do. Let's get it done. Right. All right. So you went uh, in the uh, uh, heartwarming family tradition. Everybody went up to the attic, just uh, pulled well, down a dusty box <laughs> and put it all together? That's pretty much it. I, I actually have a crawl space under the house that we went under and Even got it from better. there. So it's a little spookier for Halloween. Yeah, oh, crawl spaces are spooky. Yeah, they are. They really are. Damp. They're very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that does add to the Halloween element of the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at this. A lot of fun. Holidays <laughs> are colliding. <laughs> Seattle homeowner discovers boozy secret hidden for 87 years in her wall. She's taking down a wall, doing a little <laughs> renovation, and she's like, oh, look, there's Prohibition bourbon in here. I wonder if it's still good. After I wonder. Years. I feel like it's got to be worth something. Gotta, That's well aged. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Or just as an artifact, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk artifacts that you find in your wall. I mean, look what happened to Linda. 312-233-1019. What'd you find in your walls, Linda? Good morning. We found, uh, shortly after we purchased the home, we were going to redo the half-redone half basement. Uh-huh. And in the ceiling, we found two VH type tapes of porn, oh, a small plunger, and a used crack pipe. Oh, a little crack pipe. A crack pipe? Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got yeah. to be kidding yeah. me. Property values are plummeting. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that's that was someone's secret stash, I guess. Right? Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Good analysis, Violetta. I, I, I don't know. I can't oh be 100% God. certain. But I think what we have just found, the crack pipe and the VHS porn, I think this might be someone's stash. Yeah. I don't think it was accidentally like that. Yeah. Hope VHS they don't come back porn is very, very hot. Hi, Mike. Hi. How you doing? Uh, great. You found it in your walls or your house? I was doing work in the crawl space, and I found seven blank VHSs that were hidden neatly in between some uh, two-by-fours uh-huh. and... Like any other person, I don't have a VHS player. Right. And I put it in. Let's just say he did, he wasn't kind and rewinds it. It was right on the spot that he wanted it to be. It was it was homemade VHS porn of the previous owners. 
Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh, it's always unfortunate. Yeah, everybody's like always. Quentin Tarantino porn guy. Now. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my well, let's God. just keep the theme rolling on. Hi, Ann. Hi. Uh, the first house my husband and I bought back in the 80s, um, we found a loose panel in the basement, uh-huh. and the guy's stash of porn, the previous owner, who was an older guy, his stash of porn was behind this wall, yeah. and he had, like, some vintage magazine, right. totally porn. Uh, the really oh, my husband ones. was very excited. I'll bet he was. He's like, look at this. This isn't porn. This is art. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a 1975 Playboy. Dial it back a notch. It probably was very covered up, too. Uh, hi, Kirk. You found it in the house? Uh, yeah, we bought a house, and we were... Um, Opening up the wall to add a window in the attached garage, and we found an axe built into the wall. An axe? Uh-huh. At least it's not porn. Yeah. Big, yeah. A big axe. I wonder got, why they put that You got in any there. theory as to what that would have been or why? Uh, my wife kind of thought like it was like a shining thing going on. Yeah. Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got to be, be a great story yeah. like so that. Yeah. Anybody that hides an axe, I it's mean, not for playful fun reasons. It can't be. Right. It's like, what yeah, you, you just never know for? when you're going to need a hidden axe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just never know. Uh, hi there, Tracy. Hi. Hi. Uh, well, mine's not quite as interesting as the uh, VHS tapes and mm-hmm. maybe the uh, axe. Don't but... underestimate yeah. yourself. <laughs> Try us. <laughs> um, we actually bought a 104-year-old house and we had like a little bit of a kind of a drop ceiling thing going on in our garage that was sagging. So we decided to take the drop ceiling down and found, I would say, kind of a creepy picture of um, an unknown couple. Uh, there's like a description on the back of it that says what they're supposed to look like because it's black and white. Uh-huh. It says that the eyes are supposed to be blue, the hair is a dark brown. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm guessing it's a price of what this picture would be, but I'm not sure what this couple did to so get their like picture thrown up white. in the rafters. So it was like an old black and white picture, but on the back they detailed it maybe. Back then, maybe that was a thing because... You couldn't you tell couldn't what tell. color yeah, I didn't so, know what yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so so this had person yeah. had the blue eyes, yeah. the brown hair. Yeah. Could yeah, that have been from like a vintage a... dating site, maybe? Something like that. <laughs> oh. Sharon, well, picture. Well, here's my I picture. Mean, here's vintage picture. Tinder? <laughs> By the way, I've green I mean, eyes. that's what it was. You know, Tinder, circa 1931. <laughs> that's hilarious, probably. Something like that. Mixed Morning 312-233-1019. Americans say their houses have never been dirtier than they are right now. <laughs> Back in March, April, May, they were so clean. Mm-hmm. That's all yep. we had to do. And that got boring. And by September, there's crap everywhere. I know. It gets old. Right. So, I mean, you could clean it or you could just move. <laughs> As it turns out 74% are like, yeah, I'm out. Oh. 74% said they would consider moving where? In <laughs> fact, a majority are like, well, I could retire there. Okay. Really? Actually, it'd be all bad. I got to tell you, I could see Melissa doing this. Oh, I could see I've got you two. open to this concept. Okay, just based on your past behavior. Really? Yes. Okay. Seventy-four percent wouldn't mind living where, Natalie? Hotel. Hotel? No. I'd be alright with that. Yeah. I know a guy who grew up in a hotel. Oh. Living in a hotel. That's cool. Isn't that wild? You, oh, really? Yeah. You don't have to clean. Kathy, seventy-four percent said they would live where? In an RV. RV? No. I bet you'd do that, Melissa. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would do that and then just travel around. Nope. As it turns out, 74% of Americans wouldn't mind living where, Ray? In a van. That's exactly right. Oh. In a van. Okay. Probably down by the river. 
not what I in a was. van. <laughs> oh, God. That's what we've come to now. We're like, yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. Move around, find a good Walmart parking lot. You know, I was speaking to someone who was coming out of uh, college, and she's like, I want to do this my year out of college before I get a job, like live in a van. Like, live in a van. Because they, like, soup them up. They, like, make a bathroom in there. And well, I don't think they make a bathroom. I think you just pee in a Gatorade jar. <laughs> I think there's a lot of running water in a van. There's- According to data gathered by Move.org, 74% of Americans would trade their home for a van. To pay Three quarters of people. That seems yep. so high. Pay off debt, sure. COVID-related issues. Like, heck with it. I'm just going to go live in a van for, for a sure. while. See, I think you cool. would do it because you spend a lot of time yeah. sleeping in your car anyway. I do love sleeping in my car because it's quiet. It's like you're in a cocoon. Right. But Imagine how nice a van would be. Get it all yeah. cleared out. A bunch of sleeping bags back there. Uh, well, maybe for right. a weekend, but not for permanently. Uh, no. I don't think anybody's no. permanent here, but they're thinking, you know, given yeah. the circumstances and the conditions, like I'll Ooh. pay off debt. I'll be free of COVID. I'll drive through Oklahoma. I'm going to live in a van. I always okay. wanted to get a houseboat. You want to live in a houseboat? Yeah, I think that'd be so cool. I just uh, been emptying out a storage locker. I was there yesterday. You had a storage locker? I got a storage locker for a bunch of stuff that I forgot I had. (laughs) And uh, as I was in the storage locker, I actually thought, I'm like, I could live in here for a couple of days. (laughs) In the actual locker? I could. Oh. I wonder how many people have tried to do that, live in their storage locker. Oh, I bet. A weird mm. amount. Yeah. Yeah. Put a, put a <laughs> couch in right. there and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Temporarily. Is there if ventilation? If it, yeah, it's an indoor storage. Oh, oh you yeah. can breathe so, in there? Oh, it's yeah, like well, the heated ones, right? Where they keep them nice and warm. Yeah, it's a heated indoor one. They don't have any ceilings on them. So oh. They have the mix playing in there. The mix playing? Right. You know, on the, no. on the speakers. 101.9. Yeah. The mix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought Did he you was say Playing. Oh, I seriously thought you said the mix plane. I'm like, where have I been missing this mix plane? What is going on around here today? I swear, I thought you I said thought... they have the mixed plane no, in there. No, playing. Now I playing. got it. Now I understand. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, you know, very comfortable. Temperature mm-hmm. controlled. You should try it for a night and see how it goes. Yeah, I'm certain that would be great. <laughs> uh, so this was posted on Instagram. Date a man who doesn't think you're complaining when you're trying to teach him your love language. I don't even know what that sentence means. Mm. I I don't even know if it's grammatically correct. Mm -hmm. I don't know what love language is. I don't know anything. So let's see what you ladies can do to explain it to us. And maybe, you know, different generations view it different ways. So so watch, okay? Okay. Uh, Hi there, Kira. Yes. Hi. How old are you, Kira? I'm 25. Okay, 25. Can you please tell me or explain to me what is love language? So love language is like how people give and receive love. Yes. Like, for example, for some people, it'd be like quality time. Like for me, I like quality time means lots to me when someone spends time with me. Or for other people, it could be like physical touch, like giving a hug or like being physical with them or um, like gifts. Like some people might feel loved when they receive a gift or okay. yeah. All right. So your love language, whatever that means, is when someone gives you quality time, they're speaking to you in your love language. <laughs> well, is that right? I, just, I just feel love. You just feel love. Not speaking to you, like you just feel love by that. Okay. Now, are you in a relationship? I am. I'm married. Okay. Now, your husband. What is? Does he have love language? Are we? Do we as men have it? Are we allowed to have it? Yes, actually, there's a. We, I made him take a quiz. Oh actually, God. So could see. <laughs> That's love, baby. There you go. If he um, took that quality, quiz, he loves um, you. This, Physical go. touch is definitely one of his uh, love languages. So okay. uh, when you when you touch him, so to like speak, like cuddling, uh, hugs, you know, then he like feels that. loved. When you get what from him again? Physical touch. No quality time. Right? Quality, oh, quality time. Quality time. Yeah, when oh. you get that, your own love language. You can- 
you can also rank your like you, some people like might be you can rank them like some could be higher than others like All right does anybody have love language like uh, you know like yours could be uh, uh, or his could be physical touch and uh, yours could be money can that yes, be love language be, yeah yeah gifts gift, yeah gifts can be love language or like uh, acts of service like if he like does the dishes or like cleans up or does something that acts of service is a love of, is a love language as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All There's right. quite a few. Yeah. They're, yeah. I guess. Good ones and too. Uh, so, are there are there predetermined categories of love? Oh my god! <laughs> like, because you've given so me like four fun. or five categories here. Like anything could fit into it. Um, I guess. Well, there's no. It's a category of like acts of service. So it's a pretty like doing something like doing an act of service like. You know, doing right. the dishes or well, something. But I'm saying, like, when you sit yeah, down yeah, with yeah, your marriage five. with your marriage therapist and you're trying to figure out each other's <laughs> love language, does he or she go, okay, here are the six categories of love language. Yeah, Acts of service, five, yeah, like, physical touch, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Time. Yes, yeah, there there's are. Five, yeah, yeah, there are five of them. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thank you, Kira. Thank you. Now, Amanda. Yes. How old are you? I am 40. 40, and everything you heard Kira just explain, is, is that all accurate from your perception of love language? Uh, yes, because there's a whole book on it, and she was pretty... Oh, my poor. God, there's reading? <laughs> yes. Well, it's good reading. No, you know what's yeah, good reading? Like what? Sports Illustrated. Or, no. You know, oh, my God. Uh... Like Barstool. That's good reading. <laughs> barstool. So does that mean, like... <laughs> Did one person like come up with this concept and then write a book and and that's what we're all talking about or is it is it more general than that? Like is this just yeah, somebody's a book. Yeah, but is There's it is, is that the definition that everybody goes by is what I'm saying. The same book, the same person, same person who invented it? Um I think so, yes. So if I go into Barnes and Noble and I walk up uh, to the lady up front I go, "Hi, I'm here for the love language book." She'll be like, "Oh, row 7, uh, it's on the top." Yes. So it's like a guidebook. Right. Yeah. It's, it yeah. was a number one bestseller for a long time. Well, of course it was. That's it why really I was. know nothing about it. Somebody's yeah. really rich off it, too. Yeah. Uh, do you guys agree with everything you've just heard? Because I know this is killing you. Violetta is actually jumping up yeah. and down. No, I, I do agree with everything. It's just a way that you receive love, and everybody interprets it differently, so it's personal. So it. Do and, you, can you tell what another person's love language is, or do they have to tell you? Sometimes they have to tell you. Like, for instance, you could date somebody that their love language is, I want space and you not to bother me. Like, that's how I accept love. That sounds like yours. No, no, but I did date someone like that because they wanted to feel like I trusted them and I didn't always... You know, yeah, you, you are. You, you strike people as a smothering type. Uh, yeah. So, what is your what is your love language? Then? My love language would probably be um, I don't like to be smothered out in public. But then, like when we're home, I really like like physical touch and like cuddling and like if you're on the couch, uh, I'm gonna sit on the couch next to you. <laughs> how about you, Melissa? What is your love language? Um, mine, uh, probably the biggest one is acts of service. It means a lot to me when somebody is helping me in my projects. Uh-huh. So they jump on board and they're like, cause then they're with, I feel like we're a team. Like he's my partner, uh-huh. you know, he's there for me, helping me get things done. So I don't feel like I'm overloaded with what's stuff. zoom gyms. Uh, his is probably physical touch and quality time. Is that code? No, it's I'm not. I'm just no, checking. I don't know. He's just. He's he's very touchy feel. He's a hugger. He uh-huh. likes to hold hands. He likes to be like, close. Okay. What do you think? And obviously neither of you know, but like Whip. What do you think Whip's love language? Just on how much you know Whip and the way he is. What do you think his love language is? Like, I think I would say acts of service. 
I would say like maybe like the like yeah feeling like a team and having dedicated roles like I think you want to be clear and like clear on what we're supposed to both be doing and then you're like I'll get my list done you get your list done and then that feels like you're a team that's all right to you what I don't know what category is please let me watch tv while eating a sandwich which that's, one is that? Where that's kind that of in? like an acts of service. I okay. mean, acts of service is like allowing you to do your own because they're backing uh-huh. off. That's an act that they're doing. They're going to back off so they can give you your time. Uh, what oh. do you think my love language is? I don't know. Money. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, cool. Buy you things. You're kind of confusing. Kind of confusing. Um, <laughs> I, I can't pin you down. Oh, I think you're. Um, truthfully, I think you're um, a word. Uh, words of affirmation, because I truly oh. think that you like to be validated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like you need validation. No. You know, my love language is Spanish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very romantic. <laughs> Each morning at 7 a.m., then again around 9.30. Top three things trending on Twitter. Keeping an eye on Twitter at the social media desk is Violetta at number three. Carson Daly on the Today Show gave us a little bit of behind the scenes for The Voice. And it's pretty funny because he says while they were filming, Blake Shelton and the whole crew are doing like social distancing. The thing is, Blake Shelton is finding it difficult to adjust because he can't hear anybody uh, since they're so spread apart. And, right. and he's probably deaf yeah. from all that loud cowboy <laughs> yeah, music yeah, all those years. Yeah. Do it to you. Yeah. So uh, him and Kelly Clarkson are the furthest away and you can catch him off air just being like, somebody get her a mic, get her a mic, I can't hear her. Huh? So it's just kind of funny behind the scenes and all the social media, so it's going around. The voice comes back when? Uh, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Trending on Twitter number two. <laughs> soon. Yeah, yeah. soon. <laughs> um, the unflattering dog photo challenge, now the next big thing, seems to be exactly what people wanted because everyone is loving sharing and viewing the worst and funniest pictures of their pups. Um, it's just, you know, when you catch your dog in a weird position right. or oh, with yeah. like, their mouth right. hanging out or when they're shaking. Right. So You should get Butch on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets some funny positions. I mean, I have one actually, I think, posted already. He's sunning in the window. Who wouldn't? Like in the living room. And trending on Twitter number one. (laughs) The Chicago Bachelor making a splash on Twitter with with Bachelor Nation. His name's Kenny. We kind of talked about him yesterday. Um, And I hope I'm not taking too much away. But the big splash on Twitter right now is um, his job description um, on last night's episode was boy band manager. Um, and everybody is just like trolling and having fun with this Boy on Twitter. Band manager. Yeah, so so technically it's true, but he he manages cover bands, cover boy bands, not boy bands. Very specific. Cover mm-hmm. boy bands. You got to yeah. have a niche when you're in the band management right. business, and you're a boy cover band guy. Hi, uh, we're He's a boy band. Oh, okay, cool. What do you sing? Nothing new. We just sing whatever the other boy band sings. Oh, cool. Come on in. All right. I'll I'll line up a couple of bar mitzvahs for you. Here we go. Everybody's saying that he looks exactly what you think a boy band manager would look like, like super tan, super muscular, kind of oiled up. Like Whip. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So it's pretty funny. Everybody's loving it, and it's giving Chicago and Kenny some attention. All right. Thank you. There it is. Let me tell you something, because Captain Dave's on hold. Dave Corral from uh, thetuna.com. And I'm going to give him the full background, and it's going to be creepy. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it's going to be a little fanboy, but let me explain something to you. Okay. This is why I like him. This is why I would pick him over any of the other captains. Okay. Because okay. he was two minutes early. That's wow. right. We had a feeling. The way you explained him, this, we had a right, feeling he's right. a pretty prompt the guy. guy. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, you know, I lay in bed every night and I watch Wicked Tuna and I'm like, all right, let's catch a fish. Yeah. Then I watch and every night I say, that's the only boat I want to be on. Yeah. 
Because that guy's organized. Mm-hmm. That boat is clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's Seems like, like focused, he has a plan. That's right. my guy. Right. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Hi, Captain Dave. What's happening? Good morning. Uh, that is absolutely true. This is a this is a true story. Earlier this week, I was just telling everybody on the show, because I watch Wicked Tuna before I go to sleep every night, because I can just watch you guys fish, and it just relaxes me. And I always said to these guys, I'm like, if I had to be on any boat, if I could be on any boat, by the way, we're going to talk about me getting on your boat, <laughs> uh, I would want to be on the tuna.com. Well, come on down. We're not too far away. We're headed, out of this, we're headed out in the morning. Do you, oh, you mean really? that, though? Because oh, I'm serious. <laughs> he, I'm coming. He really wants to go. <laughs> right. Hey, if, if you can get down here in the fall, we'll take you out. We have people out every single day. So we're, we're very busy. We fish from uh, April 15th all the way through right around Christmas time. So there's, oh, wow. there's plenty of days to get on. So would it be me, you, and Sandros? Yeah, the, uh, or Paul. Paul's even on the boat uh, a bunch, especially in the fall after we're done. You know, after we're done filming uh, okay. tomorrow, I'm not even going. It's uh, Sandro's taking the boat out, and I believe Paul is going with him, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm telling you, I, I was saying to these guys, I wanted to be on your boat because all those other, like like TJ on the hot tuna and Tyler out on the pinwheel, I, they don't even look like they clean their boats. <laughs> they don't even look like they have a plan. <laughs> I want to be on your boat. Uh, we try. We keep a clean boat. We run a tight operation, and, and we do the best we can, and we have fun doing it. It's, uh, it's, 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 you come on down, it's a, it's a great experience. All right, so Sunday, this Sunday, Wicked Tuna Outer Banks on Net Geo National Geographic is airing the season finale, uh, and it's 90 minutes. Right now, where does the tuna.com sit in the rankings of all the boats for catching the most tuna? I think down there. I, I haven't watched the the, uh, the last episode. i got to catch up on that. But I believe we're in fourth or fifth place at, at the current time. But okay. it's still it's still very tight. Everybody's very close in the uh, in the final you know in the financial standing. So yeah. it, it's still anybody's game at one fish day. All all one boat has got to do is catch a big good quality fish and they'll, and they'll run away with it. But what's your biggest yeah, fish this year? Seen. What's your big one this year? How big? Uh, our biggest one this year, I believe, is. Just over 700 pounds stress. Whoa! Are you kidding me? And when you brought that into into, (laughs) into the marina and they pull up and you're like, hey, I got a big fish. Like, well, let's see it. And then they bring it up and they weigh it. How how much did you get per pound on that 700 pounder? Let let me guess. Did you get about 18? I, I... No, I, I can't remember. I don't think it was that much. The, the, typically, the bigger fish don't pay that well. There's the quality isn't there. Uh, oh, yeah, they don't have a good core. Look at that. Over, yeah, it's our biggest fish ever was just over 1,200 pounds, and I think what? we got five dollars a pound for it. Oh, really? Oh, man. So you want the small yeah. fish? Had a bad core. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, all right. So this season, you're somewhere fourth or fifth, but still time to pull this thing out, right? It's going to come. Uh, it's going to come right down on the very last fish. So it, it, it's a tight race between all the boats. You know, at one fish a day, really nobody can run away with it. They're all great fishermen. Everybody's pretty much catching every day they can get out. So it's it's definitely going to come down on the wire. It's going to come down on the very very end. No doubt about it. Yeah, you're you're very nice. You're very diplomatic that way, and uh, I can appreciate that. But come on, uh, Tyler on the pinwheel, he's a tool, right? We don't like him. <laughs> you know, hey, Tyler's Tyler. You know, Tyler's just, uh, Tyler. that's who he is. <laughs> Nice Everybody has it. their own individuality. Uh-huh. You know, just uh, right now, we're, I'm civil with Tyler, and that's all I can ask for. The last right. few years have, have been have been fine. You like know, you I'm, and I'm happy with that. We'll just keep... uh, a couple seasons ago, you and Sandra were going to kick his ass. 
Alejandro still wants to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting along with TJ over there on the hot tuna? Do you guys get along? And what about Marciano? Yeah, we, we talk. I mean, pretty much all, all the cast, we were all friends before the show. We tend to be friends. Most of us talk every day. I, I mean, I talk to TJ probably two, three times a day. Paul, two, three times a day. Marciano, same. You know, it's, it, I mean, we're all good friends. We all live in... You know, we live very close by here. You know, if we don't see each other here or talk here, we talk out on the water. We're pretty much fishing side by side every day. All, All great right. guys. So next year, so when does the season start where you need me on board? When does that start and I get to Gloucester? When does that happen? <laughs> uh, we start We start fishing in April, but we're ground fishing for cod and haddock. But we, we switch over to tuna right around the middle of June. Okay. And we do all charters, June, July, August, and right. September. But then October and on, it's pretty much all commercial trips. It's just myself and my crew or my crew only. So if you really want to come down, just get a hold of me. You know, get a hold of me. You can just jump on one of the commercial trips. Look. And we go out that anywhere means now. one to yeah. two days. That means I'm, now, I'm though. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. I'm you going. better go. This is your opportunity. Right. You don't get to talk to Captain <laughs> Dave every day. Right. No. Or get this invitation. <laughs> can, I, can I sleep on the boat, too, one night? Can I do that? You can sleep, but we don't come in. If, if we don't catch your fish and we're commercial fishing, we stay out until we're done. Oh. Yeah, that's what I want. I want that. Is there, is there like, a bedroom? <laughs> there's, oh, there's plenty down below. Guys. Oh. I mean, there's enough room down there for, you know, six, seven people. It's, yeah. uh, you, okay. know, you don't really see that on the show. You just oh. get to see the upper cabin. But the lower cabin, it's just, it's just one big... One big bed down there. Who cooks? It's plenty comfortable. Well, yeah, what do you eat? It's super rough. <laughs> Who no. cooks? Do you, do you cook or, or does one of, does Paul? Well, please don't say Paul cooks. <laughs> no, Paul. Actually, Paul is a very good cook. But really? on, on our boat, Jordy loves to cook. Usually every every night he'll make breakfast every morning. Fish? Or, and uh, dinner every night. You nice. know, time permits. Yeah, Jordy, Jordy will make a full meal. Fresh nice. vegetables, chicken, beef, whatever. He's, he's, he loves it. He's good at it. You know, <laughs> you never really show one other quick thing. Uh, when you're catching, like when you're pulling in, let's say we're getting a 500-pounder, Captain Dave. Right? We, we're hooked up. And then you get it to the boat and you, you, you tail tie it. And you're, you're trying to pull it in. <laughs> How do you pull 500 pounds of fish into a boat? Yeah. It's really not that hard on my boat specifically. Anything, anything over four hundred pounds, we use the. We have a hydraulics. Okay. We just uh, we, uh, we tie you know the rope around the tail. Oh. We, we tie the. Uh, we just we just clip into the tail rope and just uh, pull the lever back and it hauls it right in. You know, yeah. there's, there's no manpower involved. Uh, okay. That's anything why you... under four hundred pounds. Hmm. We could just pull them right in by hand. That's why you want to be on the tuna.com. They've got the, they got the hydraulics. You're right. Marciano. You're just lugging and heaving and wheezing and gasping trying <laughs> yeah, to get that yeah, thing in. For oh. sure. Wait a second, Captain you're Dave. working smarter, not harder. Chicken, beef, and vegetables. Now, we're all thinking, what about fish? Melissa actually said it out loud. You don't ever cook fish? Are you just all fished out? Or is that just like you'd be eating in the profits at that point? All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Oh, no. I never, ever, ever ate a piece of fish in my entire life. That is impossible. You gotta try your own fish. That's not true. That is true. I've never, I've never had a piece. Knowingly, I was tricked once by Paul and Sandro. They told me they had chicken wrapped in bacon, and I popped a couple pieces. I thought it was delicious. (laughs) And later on in the day, they told me it was scallops. And what is the reasoning behind that? Never had. I just never had it as a kid. Right. This can't just be like something that slipped by. It's like a chicken farmer going, I never tried it. And you have a chance to try it anytime you want. Fresh. 
Nope, not not happening. I'll stick with my my chicken, my beef, and my vegetables. I'm good. That's unbelievable. All right, Captain Dave, I'm going to be watching. You know it. So it's cool because it's on Sunday. It starts at 7.30 Central. It's a 90-minute. I'll lay in bed about 9 o'clock, and I'll watch that last hour. I'm I'm pulling for the tuna.com. Don't let me down, okay? All right, we'll see you at eight thirty on Sunday, not nine. Don't forget. I think it's uh, I think it says seven thirty central here, so that's that's probably yeah, oh, seven thirty central. Yeah, yeah, seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. forgot you guys are in that in that time zone. All right, <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on, and right. thanks to all the fans for watching the show. And we'll see you at seven thirty central on that geo. Love it. Yeah. Thank you, Captain Dave. Captain there Dave. it is. Captain Never Dave had any fish. He's my guy. <laughs> oh my he didn't disappoint, right? He's no. my guy, He's Captain good. Dave. I'm going. Tell Captain Hollywood I'm taking June off. Entire month. <laughs> I'm going to go fishing. Save now and save later with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Save now with rebates on energy efficient products like Energy Star smart thermostats and appliances and save later on your energy bills. Learn more at comed.com slash home savings. ComEd, powering lives. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.